to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going, guys? The podcasting equivalent of a wee man in the pocket. The borrowers are listening in on this conversation, are they not, Alex? Are they? The borrowers? Wow, wow that takes me Just back. Just double, double check. That's, what, that's who was sat in your pocket last time. Uh, you knew this was coming. You knew this was coming. Oh, I so, see. Uh, I see. My, so, brain, my brain's just kicked into gear, and I now you know knew this was heading. coming. Yeah. Oh god. Here. Okay. Let me. It's fine. Public. 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 David. Do you know what though? I was. I was leaving. I was like, to be fair, I could have done the same thing. You have done, done the same thing. I could, no, I've not done the same thing. I've not done the same thing, and I've what? recovered from it. Very. Alex, Alex accidentally was taken in by an African prince. Everyone. And <laughs> it's an easy mistake to make. All right. He's and the African prince is a, it's a combination. He's actually just been out in Thailand recently as well. Yeah. So he's been paying off his second family of, in You can Thailand. tell because of my lovely tan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just uh, white at the top of pork. That sort of. Uh, that <laughs> yeah. sort of um, go on then. Go on. Go on. Do the thing. Do, do the, the thing. thing. And then we laugh at you. Fine. Okay. Right. It's not that interesting, though, is it? It's really not that interesting. At some point, um, Apple made an update to their devices, whereby Do you, hear that you can... it was Apple. Do you ever it was Apple's fault. Okay, go keep going. Sorry, I just... <laughs> <sighs> this yeah, is gonna take. This is gonna take forever. <laughs> this is gonna take absolutely forever. Sorry, so what? To... Sorry, Apple. Sorry. Whereby, whereby you can use your phone as phone? your Apple's... own phone. Oh, your, your phone. phone. Your phone. Okay. Yeah, you can use your phone as microphone and camera for various things basically so like uh, as a peripheral to your laptop mm. yeah Wait, so, so, so there's a video of it too now that video no. omitted because no. that video that would go viral no there's no video what of the inside of my pocket <laughs> <laughs> the old scratch now and again <laughs> no if i was if i was using a program that required a camera it would it probably it would have used the iphone camera as well Oh, very so good. It is actually quite good. There's like a clamp you can get for the top of your laptop where you can like point the main camera at you and basically use that as a webcam because it's a much higher quality camera than the one that's on your laptop. Oh, it I is, see. It is a good idea. Where the flaw happens with uh, with us yesterday is the Logic, the program I use to record my voice for these podcasts. Yeah, which um, is ironic. Ironic. I know, very ironic. So- <laughs> Basically decided that that was going to be the default setting without me telling it to. No. So, so now the burden is on me to check these things. I understand no, 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 the this. The burden needs to be shared now. Basically. Oh yes. Everything yes. works now, doesn't it? It does. It does. It's been checked. It's been checked. We're recording nicely now. Yeah. And um, for somehow I can hear a slight echo of my own voice, and I suspect it's because your headphones aren't on properly. Probably. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't even worry. Don't worry about it. it. Okay, fine. Uh, so, so that's there. Now, we we obviously then did a full recording. We had a lot of conversations about uh, the the film we're talking about this week. Moving forward was fun. So, we'll, I'm looking forward to going through that all again. Yeah, moving forward was fun, <laughs> and we've got more to add to it as well. We I do. believe we do. And I watched a new um, I watched a new documentary last night as well. So I've got a few other things to to say that I just thought were interesting. Oh, brilliant. Um, and but first and foremost, we did do a wee commentary because the reason I saw you, we were in person. Yeah, which was fun. I liked that. that. The reason that I the reason I saw you was good, wasn't it? Uh, was because we 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 ended up watching the the bowling world championships last. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Sunday night, wasn't it? 
Um, yeah, it was, World, wasn't it? World, yeah. World Bowls Championships, which sort of lasted. So it was a good, good seven hours of content, wasn't it? Yeah, so absolutely. I, there we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, we Ste- did. St- stream streamed live from um, from Port Meredith, down just outside the Welsh border, where you know every year uh, the world's elite all gather. Yeah, I, I thought it was but then, stunning. It was great, but then by happy, but then by happy coincidence, the day um the day later after we had the recording mishap, we had the World Cup finals, uh, which oh, we yeah. also which we also watched together. So so I now we get right. to, so now said. so now we get to talk about that. Go on, Alex. What what was your what was your thoughts now that you're now that you're separated from the event because we were a little we were a little bit overwhelmed. weren't, weren't one of us was a bit overwhelmed, wasn't? Weren't oh we? no, <laughs> the more we did it. Yeah, yeah. The more the more I've kind of sat with this and thought about the game the more i am convinced that it's probably the best game of football i've ever seen and certainly and certainly certainly the best like finals i've ever seen because usually you know they were saying this in like a lot of people a lot of people were saying this in in response to the game that like finals are usually quite like cagey affairs because obviously it's like the two best teams so they all so they all have amazing attack and they all have amazing defense and usually they're really tight affairs that only end up either 1-0 or 0-0 nil, nil, nil on penalties or something like that and you it's actually and it's actually not very interesting few, haven't the last few not been the case wasn't like the euros quite what, what, what was the one when croatia got to the final and they got humped 6-2 or something like that was that not one recently was that a euro final or a world cup no i can't i can't remember no but i but for example like but i know the point you're trying to make i know the point yeah, you're trying to make yeah. for for example i do remember specifically the brazil world cup the Brazil World Cup, the semi-final, I think it was the semi-final was the one that Germany absolutely humped Brazil like 7-1 or something like oh, that. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. In that absolutely monolithic match. But then the match after that, it was Germany. I can't remember who they were playing, but that was like really tame as fuck. That was like 1-0 one, one yeah, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so there Mueller is... there. scored. Yeah, Mueller scored, Mueller scored yeah. Um. But so there is a point to be made of that, but that this match, France Argentina, oh, nobody could accuse that of being boring. It was brilliant, wasn't it? Now, it was so good. I didn't realize this at the time, um, but we were watching this, and I didn't really know who to support. And I think a lot of the people in the world were, you know, were naturally quite interested in seeing, you know, Lionel Messi get to a point in his career where he's he's won, you know, he, he wins, he completes football. He has, he's he's a hundred percented football, yeah. <laughs> and and I and I think that that was that was an interesting I I mean I think I was taken a little bit more by that, forgetting obviously that France won it last year and they had their shot. So I think everybody naturally wanted a, an Argentina win. Well, and every I, everyone everyone that wasn't from France or Portugal. Portugal, exactly. Yeah. So so I was I was sort of take I was sort of taken certainly by some of that. Um but I think you were. I, I was trying to decide on what side you were supporting because I couldn't tell. Not some really. Of, some of the, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't tell from some of the some of the sort of because you were. Well, let me just play some video clips that I've still. I don't know if you remember. Oh, you've you've kept them, have you? You've so kept them. We got to the we got to the why oh, we got to the final, um, and of course it, the it, final it, of the final. The final of the final, and then we and then you know and it played all the way out. Got to extra time, still still drawn. And then we went to penalties so as a spectator. Everybody wants to see. Um, now, obviously, the first first two penalties, Mbappe and Le- uh, Lionel Messi scored both of them. No, Which, no, by the no, way, Messi's one absolutely they were, cold, they were cold as ice. He just walked up to it, didn't he? He just punted it in. So they were both, yeah. they were both quite good. Um, it just what? Then, just rolled it at like half speed in. underneath, underneath then, them. It was crazy. France, France took their second one. Now France missed this penalty. 
And again, if you had any sort of, I, I didn't quite know what side Alex, there's a little sound clip just at that moment when France missed this first penalty. Um, so. Fucking yes! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking get right in me! <laughs> What's just happened, Alex? Martinez uh, saved the penalty. Yeah, good. So that was one. That was good. Second one's, I think, my favourite. This is the second missed penalty. No, no, you're not no seeing. No way! <laughs> it's, a, it's a small turn of the head. And then, of course, the famous moment when uh, when when Argentina went on to. Uh, when Argentina went on to win the entire thing from scoring their fourth penalty, Alex was Alex kept us cool a little bit in this one. This, this was quite nice. Um, Get the fuck in! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh Again, God! I, I didn't know you were Argentinian, so. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't either. I, I well, think there's a there's a strong um, Scottish connection with Argentina. There was even a guy called McAllister on the on the field. There was. Well, apparently there was a Scot there. I, I mean, we saw the salt tire, but actually there was actually a Scot there. I saw a couple of days after. I mean, some of the some of the memes and stuff have been after. What about your? It's your really it, goal, the goalkeeper. It is, well. is really funny. There, no, there there is always a Scottish contingent at a World Cup. It is really funny because because believe it or not, as as a nation we do still absolutely love football despite the fact that we are shite at it oh we, well we used to be quite good though i think i think we used we went through a really good phase we used to be good we used to be it used to like be good yeah cling on to cling on to ali mccoy's holding us holding us high somebody else who i don't know kenny uh, dalgleish kenny dalgleish sir yeah, kenny yeah. someone sir i can't, kenny. can't remember yeah. <laughs> Some, somebody else but they, i think that was back in the day that was back in the day yeah yeah Uruguay, they they used they had a day. They they've won two World Cups. Did you know that? Oh, Wikipedia I did not. told me that. Oh, fantastic! Wikipedia told me that. Um, goodness, what a well. I'll be honest. I'm kind of I I I'm sort of glad it's over. But I've been it's been all right this one, hasn't it? I mean, apart yeah. from all the apart from all the human atrocities and the multiple <laughs> deaths and the, you know what I mean and all just all yeah. the. The yeah, bad, the slave bad, labor and stuff. Bad, like bad yeah, workers' conditions, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. A poor well, human rights well, records and stuff like that. It'd be all right, yeah. though, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's been all right. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, that's horrible. Yeah. Um, look, I think we're I think we're done with this. We we um we 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 were a little bit more animated last time. Certainly, doing this second time round is a well. Bit, I mean, it was it was, well. I mean, it was bowls last time, and we're both oh, much, much balls, bigger, course, yeah, much yeah. bigger bowls fan are, than we yeah. are football fans. So yeah, exactly, you know, yeah. yeah, we all just have to. That's one for the ages. Just one for yeah. the memories. Doesn't exist. No, God, that would be it. I was I was going to talk to you about something else, but it's so boring. I'm not going to go. On. <laughs> it's actually related to bowls. It's actually related to bowls. I've just seen a lot oh, of patong clubs. Seen a lot of patong clubs starting up in London. My dad likes patong. I'm like, that would be a fun. What the hell is patong? We'll do this after. We'll do this after. Oh Google right, okay, Google fine. It. Of course, we are right. not uh, a sporting podcast. As much as some people uh, make us out to be, we are not a sport. Although we we do get into sport a fair bit. Um, yeah. We are a music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a great visual of Alex right now. He's just sat there, sat back in his chair in his sister's bedroom recording this from yeah. I, I know. I'm supposed to be on holiday. Like, Yeah, exactly. Well, and yeah. I was commenting on, so in the sister's bedroom, there's a dollhouse in the background, yeah. uh, which is, uh, inc- I mean, incredible. And 
you, I, I can just see one half of it. There's a guitar propped up against <laughs> it, so is, yeah. getting, the res- getting the respect it needs. Um, but because that's what you, is it your grandfather built that? Yeah, he did. Yeah, for like my sister's fifth birthday or something oh, like that. I yeah. love it. Do you know what I love about that? Is we could you imagine our generation being like, I'm gonna build, I'm gonna build oh, it. <laughs> it makes you feel it makes you feel yeah. so inferior. What are you it's gonna like, do? Oh my god! This this generation slash me. We don't know we're born. Honestly, for, for, I can't I, do anything. I can't do a, anything. I constructed a meme video for her for her fourth birthday. If you want <laughs> to see that, Granddad, no, please. <laughs> Don't spend your crypto. Really, uh, there's loads of SpongeBob on there. Like no. you wouldn't believe. <laughs> Who? What? <laughs> what, what's Spongebob? What's that? Oh, goodness. Yeah, we'd be utterly lost. Very good. So uh, we are, of course, a music and movies podcast. And each week we will talk to you about, dare I say, some of the some of the most festive, not each week either, some of the most festive music that appears in movies. Now, we've got a fun yeah. little double whammy this, this time around because we've got uh, a Christmas. This is a Christmas episode, the Christmas episode. Yes. Um, are you feeling very Christmassy? You just gone. I home? am. I am feeling very Christmassy. It's it's it was it was much colder last week. I mean, we were in London last week, and there was a massive, massive frost came in, and we got massive blankets. It was unbelievable. Snow. It was madness. Um, obviously, the, our our country has no ability to deal with weather whatsoever. So it was then preceded by four or five days of trying not to break your neck on on yeah, black yeah, yeah, yeah. on on black ice. I don't know if you yeah. had the had this. I ran Ex- for a train. Experience. I know it. I know it. I did that. I did the weird sort of cat walk run where I had to get to a train quickly, but I also knew sudden death but, was around the corner. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so that that was really nice experience. But I do kind of wish I was in uh, I was I was in Scotland on holiday and doing that, and not trying to schlep around London doing all my various freelance work, trying to deal with train strikes and people getting in my way and all of that fun stuff that comes with living in the big that's smog. Part, but that's part of Christmas. That's part of it. Is it? Um, oh. It's part. That's what you need to put up with it. You can't. I thought. I thought Christmas was. I thought. I thought Christmas was all about just maintaining a healthy buzz for like two weeks. Yeah, that. And just be that. never letting it drop. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds that sounds about right. This, like mu- this, a minute th- th- this mug is cho- is chocker full of Baileys and milk. Very nice. Oh, I'd like that. Um, but of course, we've got the Christmas episode. This is also a musical this week that we're talking yes, about. Yes, it is. Isn't it? Yeah. Now, this is um, a little bit from. Um, I think I just snorted there. That wasn't a line. That was just the the, the snot bubble in my nose. Everyone, I'm sure I'll uh, edit it. Probably won't actually. We we surprised. Nah, no, leave it in. Leave it. Um, so so we've we're got, authentic um, on this show. We've got yeah exactly. Um, we've got um, we've got Apple TV that has surprised us this year. Now this is an interesting film in the sense that you sort of sent it to me and I went oh great. I mean I struggled to find what streaming service it was on. Didn't think it would be Apple. Well I think it makes well, I think sense, you, I think it, you uttered the you question what's that. I don't think yeah. you'd heard of it. No, I hadn't heard of it because I, yeah. I I find Apple are quite their marketing is pretty poor, isn't it? Especially I don't know if it's just a UK thing, but it's pretty poor the marketing for some of the stuff. Yeah, I've been trying. I've been trying to think, but I mean, I go on. I was trying to think about where I heard about this movie, but I mean, I I go on Apple TV Plus. You know when you're doing your mindless scrolling. Oh, finding okay. yeah, finding yeah, yeah. some finding something to watch. See, this is the thing. Apple doesn't make it into that mindless scrolling. I I do BBC iPlayer before Apple TV. Seriously? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. I I don't I don't think I check BBC iPlayer at all. I maybe should. Some but um, yeah, but I'll I'll go to I'll go to Apple Apple TV Plus as a last resort. 
Yeah. Um, it's the bottom, isn't it? It's, it's, it's the, the bottom. Even the, though, the would you not say? Company. <laughs> would you not say though that in terms of like, even if they don't have the volume of content at the moment, the quality is pretty consistently high. I would say it's, actually, it's all right. It's all right. An Oscar, an Oscar winner last year, Best Picture. Yeah. Um, I think they'll be going for that pretty soon. Not with this one, but yeah. um, we'll, but I think, I, but but I think to finish, I think I saw it advertised on the platform. So okay. I suppose yeah, you're right. Their marketing's probably not that great. So so this is this is spirited Ryan Reynolds and uh, Will Ferrell, and they basically take you behind the scenes on one of Charles Dickens's classic Christmas tales, a Christmas Carol. Yeah, a <laughs> Christmas own, Carol. Is is he done more than one? I'm sure he has. Sure, he did a sequel, did he not? Christmas Carol Two: Scrooge Strikes Back. Is there a different one? Was there <laughs> no, one? I don't think is that, so. Is that the one where he pans the ghost of Christmas future and sort of? No, no, no. Goes behind the scenes. I uh, well, I mean, so look, and I, I like this one because it was a fun break from normal. Um, it was a really interesting plot. I mean, the plot was really great. I, I thought it was quite a long one, and yeah. I think it was. I think it was. It was pretty good, but the musical numbers—they were—they were pretty full on. They were pretty intense, and so was the dancing, the choreography, weren't they? I mean, it was a oh yeah, full on effect. Oh no, no, they as far as that kind of production side of it, and the performative side of it, I I would say is probably more accurate. Uh, Like absolutely dialed up, like oversaturated, Mm. and just beautiful. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just like throw throw everything throw everything at the screen, which I think. Which wouldn't work in a lot of other genre movies, but I think I think Christmas, I think Christmas movie it works. But I think you're right. It definitely was it. It definitely was too long though. It really it definitely was too long. What would you reckon the maximum or optimum length of a Christmas movie is? I reckon it's ninety minutes. Ninety minutes. Ninety minutes. Maybe an hour forty. Yeah, hour forty. I could you could you could push it to. I reckon that's fair. But 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 this is two ten. So this, okay. is, so, so this is a half an hour. It's like longer. a Marvel film, isn't it? It's like a Marvel film, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. My, my, like my, my, mind that bit when Thanos turned up and did a little tap like dance that. at the end. Do it like that. Do it like that. We'll get to we'll get some Marvel Christmas stuff in a bit. But but this, you make it. You made a really interesting point there, right? So and we chatted a little bit about this before, but I think it's worth re going through. I, I think specifically around how you view Christmas movie. They they exist within their own category of film. Yeah, do you know what do. I mean? And and I think with, with every category, your horror, your romance, your comedy, your action, all these different ones, largely we are, as audience members, we are able to compare like for like. We're comparing, you know, I, 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 within my top movies is a cluster of different films. I can't tell you a single person who, I mean, I, I'm saying this out loud, but actually it's probably nonsense. Who who a Christmas film is in their top ten? But again, there is some quality Christmas films. But you, yeah, you don't. They don't really stray outside of their own category, do they? No, not not and often. Inclu- I also I'm including Thanksgiving films in this as well because oh really? So like plain trains, yeah, plain trains, yeah, yeah. because that is that is a chef's kiss film. That yeah, is a chef's kiss. It's beautiful. Film. It's beautiful, isn't it? Um, I I would say that's probably my favorite holiday movie, Alex. Um, yeah, I, to, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon so. The other one, but but um, but no. But, but, so so you're right. So I I think I was left to judge this one in the category that it sits within modern Christmas stories and films. And you said, you said that this you think was going to make your rotation from years to come. You like? I it think that so. Much. Just because, uh, just because I loved the performances. I loved sitting down right and watching 
over these massive actors sing ma really really overly cheesy songs um that are produced up to the nines like the level yeah, of yeah, like yeah. audio audio production and tinkering on them is like borderline sickening but oddly works again because of, i think because of the genre and then yeah. behind the, behind the scenes you've got this these cast of not not extras but background artists basically dancing their hearts out like in meticulous choreography like yeah just yeah so but so far beyond what you'd expect yeah. They're not, you know, they're not waltzing in the background. They're like proper going for it, and it's yeah. The, there's pyrotechnics going on. There's light. The the oh, what was the song where they had like torches attached to their wrist in a oh in, in, in a black. I think Do you I remember know, this? I think, I think I know the one. Was it was it not the one with the Ryan Reynolds song in the convention? No, it wasn't that one. It wasn't that one. I think it might have been unredeemable. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. it unredeemable? Yeah, yeah. Been, yeah, yeah. And they were basically all dressed in black on a massive black soundstage, which yeah, it was. Yeah. It was clearly done in in a, in a, in a warehouse on a on a on a soundstage in Hollywood, and they're all dressed in black. And all of the dancers had um really, really intense torches on their yeah. wrists. Yeah, and they were and they're flaring flare flailing around, all over the place, and it was visually spectacular. C and I was CGI, like, though. all CGI. <laughs> Right, whatever. And I was sitting there, and I was sitting there watching this. It's like this is conceptually quite a lot for a Christmas uh, song number, isn't it? Like this is, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. this is, this is a real choice, isn't it? They, they <laughs> and really, I respected they, it. I really respected they, it. They really did throw full in. Um, I, I think a lot of the things. I mean, just talking talking through some of the songs as well. So I think that you know, like that that Christmas that Christmas morning feeling is the one that we were just humming all the way through. Even when we were recording last time, I yeah. remember it was just we were just both humming it, and it's it just kind of it is it is. I mean, and you you were talking a little bit about this about the design of this music. You know, this is this is designed by a particular brand um, of you know this this isn't this is specifically designed to wingle its way and to worm its way into your ear, isn't it? Yeah, sort of music. No, it's, absolutely. It's it's kind of the 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 chap did Dear Evan Hansen and the Greatest Showman and stuff, which. Again, I've got another thought on those as musicals, but 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 you know what I mean. Just the music that's almost designed to be, um, you know, over, these over the top glee esque style songs. Yeah, Bench in music. Bench Bench Pasek and Justin Paul are the that's names it. of the yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the songwriters. I that, didn't that I didn't I didn't bother to look up their names last time. But I thought I will this time because that kind, of, you know, brand, give them that their kind of brand of music. But I, I I must admit, look, it's fine. It's great. I I just. There's a small part of me, and I remember saying this to you last time, but I think this is still true, right? Like, it, it it doesn't feel this doesn't feel like a musical. It feels like a Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell comedy film that they've just shoehorned shoehorned a couple of songs into, because there's no because there's no real musical through line. If you were to compare this to something like Guys and Dolls, or you know Les Mis or something, there's there's no real. You know, there's no. I think you know, Lemis is the example of things like One Day More, where it compiles all the different songs in the first act. Oh God, you know, yeah. You're never, never yeah. going to get anything like that from any of no, this no, stuff no. or the Greatest Showman stuff. And I and and so it's like it's a musical, but it's like a it's a it's a. I don't know. It's one I don't of these know. Ones where I'm like it's a musical for. I, I it's. I I, I, I sound I, really snooty. I sound really snooty. Oh, know, you definitely do. You definitely I know, do. I know, I know, I know. Um, 
and we did we did make this um talking point uh, in the last attempted recording. We got it. We got to stop saying that. We got to stop saying that. Okay, fine. That's the last time I'll hear it. Every single other point you hear in is an in, original thought. Is, it was, is original and organic, <laughs> and has not and has not been uttered by either of do you us know, ever. Do you, and do you know what's really shit? Alex, is because the amount of people who write in to say, "You guys, your show's so scripted. I wish you would just like freeball now and again, and just talk from the heart." <laughs> Bloody hell! Oh well, miss uh, message received. Um, but a couple a couple of days after. Um, yeah. percolating on that. I I do think this is a musical. I think I think I was sitting there, and I think you felt like there was even a joke about it that there was a musical number for every every situation, pretty much. You know, yeah. you had um I like anytime that with the president's lament, how he just cut it in half, and he was just like, "No, I'm not letting you sing this." Just yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You get it. But then, but then for the rest of it, whenever um, oh, what's the name of the what what's the name of the guy that um was sort of in charge of the whole thing? Patrick Page. He played um he played Ma- Marley. Oh yes, yeah, Marley. Marley, yeah. Mar- Marley had this running gag where like when a song was getting queued up, he was like, oh, "Are we doing another song? All right, okay, fine, yeah, whatever." Yeah, yeah. And like it was a bit bit of a running gag that I kind of appreciated. I think yeah. it was I think it was nice, but I do yeah. I do think there was plenty there were plenty musical numbers and there were all sorts of like. Uh, reprises and things like that that didn't make it into the soundtrack. So when you look at the soundtrack, it's like ten tracks or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, th- yeah. But watching it, I felt like there was more than ten tracks worth. Okay, of okay, okay. That's music. Fair. That's music fair. in it. To be honest, so, one of the favorite, one of our favorite tracks that we both really liked. And I think this is the one that stick stuck with me the most. I mean, obviously, you've got like do you know do a little good and good afternoon and all this stuff. But I, I think the the one that we quite liked was the a view from here or the view yeah. from here. Yeah, yeah. So like, Octavia Spencer's Spencer, character, yeah. It was very, it was very sweet, wasn't it? And she's got incredibly, a nice voice. and and I liked the kind of her little story points and stuff. I mean, she's great. I really like Octavia oh, she, Spencer. Oh, she's great, and ever I've not seen her bad in anything. I I, her, I don't think she's but, in. Yeah, this song was a, great. She's in a film. And it's a kind of it's a really uncomfortable film called Mama. Um, I think it's called Mama or something like this. I'm just trying. I'm going to try and find it. But it's a kind of horror film where she plays a sort of a, um, an, you know, a woman, you know, of, of her age, and she sort of befriends a load of high school kids and starts buying them alcohol and stuff and inviting them round to their house and stuff. And then it starts to slowly right. start to, to to turn a bit, tur- turn a bit sinister. Um, fuck, it's good. It's, it's oh, wow. really good. She's also in Hidden Figures as well. Um, I'm just trying to think, think what that film was called. Ma. She's called Ma. And it was fucking brilliant. It was, wow. it was genuinely a lonely woman befriends a group of teenagers and decides to let them party at her house. And just when the kids think their lots couldn't get better, things start to turn say that a little uh, start to turn a little sinister. It, it's brilliant. And she she is so good in that role. And you yeah. see her in that, and then you see her in this. And then you see her in something, you know, like hidden figures and stuff. She she's got a range. Yeah, like she yeah. is exceptional, and yeah. she's so she's so kind in this. Do you know what I mean? There's something very just sweet about her when she's singing and she's hopeful. And 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 I think, you know, she definitely was the the sort of the the Christmassy sort of spirit to a lot of this stuff. 
Because I, yeah. I, you look at Will Ferrell and he's a little dead behind the eye sometimes, isn't he? Like oh, really? they, try, they, they paint on the, the, the do you know what I mean? And I, do, you I think, do you think he's, he's one of these one of these Hollywood personalities that's trotted out for these kind of occasions? I think like. so. Also, I can think you get your goddamn fine. phone away from the microphone? It's, it's driving really me bad, crazy. It? I think it's yeah. really, no, it's actually not my phone. It's just um, so it's my thinking, it's my thoughts. Oh right, it's okay. My, it's all my good ideas interfering. Oh, is um, that why I never hear it? I just, I just, I think that she, I think that she's great. I think this, I mean, Ryan Reynolds, obviously, and, and we talked a little bit about him and, and I think he is of that fame now where he is, I, sorry, let's finish on the songs. A view from here. You, you, you like oh, that one too, uh, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. My, my favorite song on, on the album, a hundred percent. It's so, it. Yeah, it's so hopeful. It's so lovely, and it feels it feels Christmassy without it. It does. Actually, it does without it actually having Christmas related content in it. Do you know what uh, I mean? No sleigh um, bells. No, no sleigh bells. And it's also um, not four chords either, is it? It's it's a little bit more meandering and a bit more consistent. No, I I don't know. I still I I the 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 cynic in me still say still is pointing out that it follows a very prescribed kind of chord structure for the main thing. I mean, mm. each of these songs, this is a complaint I have about pretty much every song in this um uh in in this show. I think probably with the exception of Bringing Back Christmas, which was like the kind of yeah, yeah the Ryan uh, Reynolds. it was Ryan Reynolds's kind of channeling your inner um Frank Frank Sinatra kind of swing number. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. um and yeah, that 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 was Bing very Crosby, much. I think would have yeah. been his uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas esque kind of yeah. vibe. Yeah, it was. It? Yeah, so that very much didn't follow the pop pop chord structure, but I think all of the other all of the other songs did to a lot of degrees, and it felt very cooker cuttery. Yeah, but yeah. but and I, and I think the of you from here probably would is still guilty of that, but yeah. to a much lesser degree much for lesser degree. for me. Um, and I do, and I and I really like the reprise of that song as well, which yeah, is the yeah, which the is the du duet between yeah. her and Will Ferrell. I think it's really really nice. I fucking hated Do a Little Good. I fucking hated that one. I really like. That's my second favorite one. Oh, I fucking hated that song. It's so really bad. It's so just like. Do you know what it sounds like? It sounds like it sounds very High School Musically, doesn't it? It's, it it's from that. Like yeah. It's it from that like neck of the woods. Tied you down and it's just stuck a screwdriver under your nails. And it's what singing it in your face with big teeth? <laughs> that, that's just not a relevant it's visual whatsoever. That's just exactly, a cacophony of words it's just, coming it's out of your exactly, mouth. Exactly, it's exactly what it felt like pouring tea from tea bags in your eyes as they do it. Do oh, a good. No. <laughs> do a little good. <laughs> I hate it. I it, was hate a, it. It was a hopeful Christmas message at the end of the movie, right before Ryan Reynolds gets flattened by a bus. Sh shove it. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it afterwards as well? Does do they not sing it as well afterwards? Oh, I can't. Remember. No. Quite for, quite uh, the second half. And I was saying this before. I picked up my phone in the second half. All right, you're not allowed to say that again. anymore. No, no, you're not allowed no, to no, say no, it. No, because I'm. I'm not going to sit there and like you know have tea poured in my eyes. It was fine. It was a fine film. I. I like. It. It was. Are you? This hit you a lot more. Yeah. Um, which is fair. I, I wanted to. I wanted to ask. Does yeah, that? Does it confuse you? Or are you like no? That's pretty on brand. That's that's totally. What, or what, did, what did the plot like, confuse me? No, 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 no. Did it confuse you? Like how much I liked it, or did you kind of expect me to? Oh like, no, I expected you. To, I, movie, I expected you to like this sort of movie. Oh, right, I think okay. you you are uh, you you like these sort of 
this sort of this sort of movie. Uh, yeah, and you were you were growing up in a very very musical family who you know played yeah. all, all all calibers of music, shapes and form and stuff. Whereas whereas I I grew up in a pack of hungry wolves, <laughs> hungry um, wolves. scavenging for scavenging for scraps under, and under got, a railway bridge, and, and um, you've not so. no patience for pandering nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's very that's very good um, with dollhouses and what the like. Uh, just, just, but just um, you know, like I I think that was great. Moving on to the the, the, the cast there, we touched on a little bit. Um, in fact, so we talked about Octavia Spencer a little bit. Will Ferrell, fine. Yeah. Um, I, I actually, I'll talk about someone who I really like, and I didn't say this last time. Um, so, so this was uh, was, the it, ghost was, of... a little, was a little kid in a soup kitchen. No, 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 no. This was the the ghost of Christmas past. Um, Sunita Manny. Um, oh yeah, she's good. I like her, and she's yeah. funny, and she's good on. I don't know her. Has she been in something else? Uh, she, something else. She she's been in a few things. So she was in Glow for a little bit. But her most famous, and even on IMDb they talk about this. I fa- like famously she's from the Turn Down for What music video. But like, watch it. Watch the Turn Down for really? What music video. Watch it. It's fucking hilarious. Wow. Um, I will watch that. She's yeah. al- she's also very pretty as well. So I'm yes, like, there's Sunita Manny. Goodness. No, she is, um, isn't she? So there's there, and then Tracy Morgan as the Ghost of Christmas Future was very funny. I always like a bit of Tracy Morgan. Um, yeah, in a, in a lot of this stuff. So so some good some good casting thrown in thrown into the mix. Uh, Alex, we we had uh, we had good casting all all over the the shop. All over uh, that shop, yeah. All, all all over the shop, and then Ryan Reynolds. Now, I I I said this I said before. Oh, I funny, I yeah. think. Uh, you have to put a pound in a jar he, every time you say that. He is <laughs> he is a product. He's not a person anymore. I was watching no. Wrexham as well last night again. He is a product, not a do, do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it, it it's kind of it's kind of like I don't think he And and the person we were comparing this to is The Rock, right? The Rock yeah. is I've thoroughly soured on The Rock. And we'll talk yeah. a little bit more about this music moving forward, but I've thoroughly soured on the rock. It's I... interesting you brought up Wrexham, actually, because um, I think you're absolutely right, because I think there was a sense. You saw a lot of Rob McElhenney yeah. um, on that. And, like, he 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 seems very, like, Hollywoody and stuff. Now, like, you know, when you're when you're splicing it together with shots of, like, the people of Wrexham and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but there was this sense, I think you're right, that whenever Ryan Reynolds came on, uh, on screen, it kind of didn't seem real. Yeah, do you know what? I, I do you know what so. I mean? It was, I, like this, I, I, it was like this. It was like this porcelain porcelain jo- joke machine that just um, that just arrived but to say some that. stuff. That's a really that's a really good comparison. A porcelain joke machine. I think I think you're actually right there. That's exactly what he is. Yeah. You know because because even still you see him and I think there's almost like um I don't know where this comes from but there's like a when you see Ryan Reynolds on screen, you expect something funny to come from him do you know what i mean yeah and not not even when you see the the funniest com- even when i see like bill burr and stuff on screen you know some of the comedians that make me bend over laughing um you know or or, or just or, or any anyone you know you're you, you know you're, you're billy Connolly's and stuff but there you just want to listen to what they've got to say as well do you know what i mean like you you want to listen to their point of view because they're very good at articulating their jokes and every word counts whereas ryan reynolds is just a. I think he's he's probably going to be a victim of his own downfall in the sense that when you see him in a film or a screen, you you need and I think through characters like Deadpool, it's like his his validity or his value as a commodity comes through 
there's a joke a second, there's a yeah. quip a second, and 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 it kind of, I'm like, this is gonna get, this is gonna get old. At some point, this is gonna fall over. I just, I, I know it is because it's not a sustainable. How could, how can a human be sustainable with that level of joke, joke per minute for the rest of their life? Do you know what well, I mean? Possibly. And, like, and, and he never was right. like that. They, they've they really marked him for like that in the last no, 10 years. No, I think, but here's he, the flip side, the, the possible flip side to that is I think he is like that. And I think his- They've suppressed it for some Well, I, I think his early, his early years, his her, early roles, hmm. they- you know, you're not allowed to be yourself. Be yourself if you're a, a nobody. He was. Right. He was obviously very st- still an exceptionally pretty human being, an exceptionally yeah, yeah, beautiful yeah. human being back then. So when you're, but when looks, you're, but looks only get you so far, Alex, don't they? You, right. As yeah. you know. No, no, no. But as I know very personally, <laughs> you know. yeah. Um. So I mean, it's possible. I'm not saying this is the case, but it's, it's all it's, about the comedy. It's. It is very, it is very possible that and having that a... all of that was sort of suppressed earlier in his career, and now that he's like way more established, it's now much more him. And if it, if that is in fact more like what he is, then I would argue that it is infinitely sustainable because all he's doing is being himself on being screen himself. and having ha- on well, on screen that, and I having mean, fun. That's a good point. I guess that I guess in a roundabout way, the question we've got to answer is, and it's the same same for. For Drain the Rock Johnson, are they being themselves? Like, are they actually being themselves? I mean, yeah. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't be convinced that that is him. He wakes up in the morning and he goes on TikTok and he goes, "Everyone, hello, how's it going?" Yeah, uh, I, I can't be, I can't. Nobody is born that way. Yeah. Whether whether Ryan Reynolds works in a world where the series of events that happen around him and his daily occurrence in life and his vocation mean that. He is enabled to be himself consistently throughout things, and then that yeah. that that kind of vomits into everything that he does. I can understand that. And actually, going back to Wrexham, you know, I think that that point that you were talking around there, it the, what I was thinking was clearly with that show, you know, Rob McElhenney was the one who came up with the idea and the passion. Ryan Reynolds, I think, is more of an investor. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. I, I get the impression that R- Ryan Reynolds is like a like a VC backing rob's kind of plan a little bit Do i got you know i, I got that sense at, i got that sense at the beginning of it i think that changes a lot see i thought i, thought I think the it's opposite way around. i think it, I, I think it's a partnership part- now i think I it's started, a partnership now okay interesting i mean i started thinking partnership and it's, it's changed over um but hey look I'm, I'm i'm thoroughly i'm thoroughly enjoying that but but hey look no i i think he's i think he's fine i think he's 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 perfect in this sort of role um Got a got a got a very got a very porcelain face, as you said. Just just it's, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of like, and it and his smile and everything. It's 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 there's something there's something a little bit about it, isn't there? There's just there's just something that I'm just like, you know what you know what I'm like. It's even you know you're just like I I I wonder to what extent. I don't know. I just I I I've got it. You know when you just got a feeling about someone. You're like, don't this you know? Is... Just just don't 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 try and find flaws in the I'm flawless. Not to, but that's the thing. In the that's flawless. The thing. But that's, <laughs> that is it, isn't it? It's yeah. like when someone goes, yeah. "You don't try and find a flaw in the flawless." I'm like, right. Nobody is fl- who's calling him flaw. I, I, do you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I'm just a bit like. Yeah. No, it, I said but, I said but, that a little bit tongue and cheekingly. No, but, cheekingly. But, but, but I think, but I think more. I think a lot of people wouldn't say that tongue and cheekingly about uh, the Rock and about. 
Ryan Reynolds. Like people, there's right, some yeah, people yeah. who believe that, and the fact that some people believe that, like that almost sycophantic nature, it's like cult esque almost. I think that's yeah. what it does. You know, same same with with Messi, and that, this is, I guess, like when I, we, we were chatting a little bit about this at the football. You know, I think this it does it does something to me to see fans, and I've seen a compilation recently of fans going onto the pitch, you know, and and praying at his feet and kissing his boots. Yeah. And, and and there's something a little bit I just it just I can't I can't get behind that. Do you know what I mean? I just yeah, can't. It's, it's hero worship. Yeah. It's it's like it's like this dude this dude has a lot of the similar thought processes as you do. He he does similar things that you do. He's he's old, he's he's thoroughly shat himself at some point in his life. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He's he's probably said things that are rude or inadvertently racist or something in the past. So he's not he's not God's gift. And I think that there's, and I think it's not his fault. I just, ah, anyway, I'm getting too deep into this one, but you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say though? It's just like, uh, anyway. Um, but apart from that, he's good. <laughs> he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> apart from that, he's, he's fine. He's fine. Um, no, he, he, he's, he's all right. He's a GC. Um, but wait, like, I don't have a huge amount more to talk about this film. I, I just think it's, as I said, I, I found it a wee bit forget forgettable as yeah. well. Um, I think it 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 came and it went, and you know, and and it finished. And I, I looked over at yeah. Maddie; she was on her phone too. Oh um, bloody and, and that is this real spirit of Christmas. That's the real spirit of Christmas. If it doesn't keep our entertainment for two hours and ten minutes. Oh bloody hell! <laughs> um, uh, and, it, yeah. and it did. And it did get a bit wayward. I mean, like as I said, I like the idea that it looked behind the curtain of a Christmas Carol. But yeah. I think that as the film went on, it, it became so far detached from any sort of on rails. Do you know what I mean? I think the point of A Christmas Carol, the reason why everyone loves A Christmas Carol and especially loves A Muppet's Christmas Carol is because to an extent there's a, you kind of know where it's going to go. Do you know yeah, what I mean? And, like you, and you know it, that it's, it's going to end at that point. And yeah. you, you, you're, you're told at the beginning um uh, there's going to be three ghosts, and you always get the sense of like, oh, well, after the third ghost, it's going to be the end of the movie. And that's going to end. Yeah. Whereas you didn't really have a sense of when that was going to happen. Yeah, in, or what was going to happen. Film. And and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What I would say in in my kind of like concluding thoughts on on Spirited is that it's uh, it's just not in the same ballpark as a lot of the other streaming services Christmas offerings this oh, year yeah, and, yeah, in, yeah, yeah, and yeah, in yeah, any yeah. other year. Because uh, Elham and I sat down to watch um, Your Christmas or Mine, which yep. is a little hour and a half. Hour and a half. Hour and a half. No, no, no you said it right. Hour and a half. British uh, Christmas rom-com starring child actor Asa Butterfield, who's now awkwardly not not a child actor, but also uh, not a child actor kind of age. They've grown um, out of it, have they? Yeah. And um, um, it's atrocious. It's terrible. And I'm not even going to go into why it's atrocious and terrible, but it made me physically angry i was hopping mad at that movie it was quite what? it was quite it was quite funny and that was an hour and a half and it went through every single trope ima- trope imaginable in in both british rom-com genre and also christmas genre and mm. it was incredibly low budget and i and i was sitting there thinking <laughs> and yeah and i was sitting and i was sitting there thinking boo, well what boo make no, more money earn yeah. more money <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! Spend more money. Spend more money. Spend yeah. more money. The, yeah, the opposite. Yeah. No, but that's that's was my my thought when I was watching this, and I was like, "Here I am, an Amazon an Amazon Prime Video like subscriber, 
like watching this thing on their streaming platform they must know they must know that it's ritualistic for millions and millions of people to sit down at this time of year and just watch whatever's in that genre so however cheaply they can make content this and just is a try, great and, point and, 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 and however cheaply they can just make that relevant content and then trot it out it's just like money printing it'll just yeah. be pure profit no but, but um, fuck them fuck like genuinely like so and the one i was talking about was was netflix right so netflix if you turn over to netflix you've got lindsay lohan's um is it lindsay lohan isn't it That's yeah yeah, the, yeah. Name. yeah. The, other, the skiing thing falling for christmas yeah atrocious it kicked on in the background maddie was watching it doing something else because you just yeah. want something christmasy on the tv and it does that it is basically equivalent of you know those virtual fireplaces yeah it's basically that it's a Christmas version of that. Yeah. That's what it is. There was a it's... Netflix one last year, mate. I don't know if we talked about this, but it's called A Castle for Christmas, right? Oh, my. I, do, and, do, and not I, only... I, I don't know. I have to... this conversation. No. <laughs> and, and it stars... It stars Carrie Elwes, you know, okay. Rob, Robin Hood Men in Tights himself, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Princess Bride guy himself, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, with the worst Scottish accent you have ever heard as... The Duke of Dunbar. No, 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 not Dunbar. Dun Dunbar. Dun Dunbar. This made up place, and this American writer has roots with the castle, and she buys the castle, and they slowly fall in love. I can't. It, Alex. It's I can't. fucking that, I, I can't. mental. And uh, I, we watched it last year, and we were howling, absolutely howling. At what point but does it utter get shit. At no, what no, point no. Do we get offended. But I think I think the point I'm trying to make is you you watch Spirited, and you're like. This is not that. It's this not is, that. You're right. It's this not is that. not yeah, that. Yeah. It's not offensively this is, bad. No, this is all the bells and whistles, and this is actually having a but, uh, having a feral punt but you stumbled, uh, doing you, something. You stumbled on a really great point, and actually, it it angers me now that I think about this. Right. So what you what you said was, you know, the, the low budgetness and everything. This, and you said something else. You said it 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 knows. The, you know, these these massive conglomerates, they know. This time of year, everyone puts on the films. Everyone does the same thing. We've already said Christmas movies are a fine category. You've got Home Alone. You've got, you know, Miracle on one of the 43rd Street or whatever. It's 52nd Street or 72 Street. You know, A Wonderful wonderful Life. You've got Elf, believe it or not, has made it into that. Alex, don't, you know, hold your content. Um, White Christmas. White Christmas. You, You know, you've got all of these absolute classic films yeah. sound and, of music for some sound, reason sound, great, great escape for weird reason but you, yeah. you've got you've got you've got these absolutely classic films that are out there that, that every year people don't get tired of sticking on because they know it and they love it and amazon goes do you know what we'll do do you know what we'll do we'll we'll make a new one this will be it like actually you you are competing you are trying to push a boulder uphill like fuck that and genuinely it angers me because in in a small part right now and again i go on to netflix right or going to go into amazon and prime's a great example right we go into there okay and some of the shoddy crap we we are technically shareholders in that thing yeah we technically we technically pay our dues to create that and and what we are sometimes given is just that do you know what I mean? Doesn't yeah. it make you fucking pissed off? No, but it did. Just, That's the point. I was watching this Asa Butterfield the... one and I was getting mad. I was getting so mad. <sighs> and yeah, but there we go. But then but then, what made me really happy after that was watching Spirited and seeing something actually, you know, trite and conceited and um, 
predictable and uh, all, all of these other kind of cookie cutter things, but something with actual value that you're getting like actual real entertainment from, like real entertainment that's like whatever switches there are in your brain that like get turned on with seeing things like that, that was there. And I really appreciated that. Goodness. I've just sorry, just as you've been talking, the the background on IMDb, the background video for Falling for Christmas has been playing. Um and it's and it's I can't hear what they're saying, but it's showing some clips from the film and some some interviews between Lindsay Lohan and the main male, who's a chap called his full name is Cord Overstreet. Ah, Cord Overstreet. From Glee. Glee. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's there. He looks utterly dead behind the eyes when he's in these these interviews he's he is just sat there he is sat there he hasn't moved his head in any of these things cord over street yeah Uh, uh. yeah there's there's another one on netflix out with justin hartley that's a he's he's another can we move on i'm so done with this conversation i just fair enough i'm giving i'm i'm giving i'm giving spirited (laughs) i'm giving spirited two thumbs up this is this is an odd one, right? I'm gonna give it. I think I'm gonna give it two thumbs up for our rating of the music. Absolutely matched the film. Like they yeah. beautifully matched together. I, I, did I like it? Nah, it's not really my kind of musical. It would be a one thumb up in that way. But I think from our little scoring thing that we created yeah, like yeah. three years that, ago, that, that, that arbitrary nothing. thing that means no, nothing. No, it means yeah. a lot. There's means a lot. Do you know people are still keeping track of this somewhere? There's oh, really? a full record. Yeah. yeah. Um, two two thumbs up. So so. So have that. There you go. Brilliant. Brilliant. Moving forward. Let's move. So much fucking shit to get through here. I know. So much stuff to get through. Let's be more concise than we were last time. This is going to be like Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire of of content. Um, Should we just hamstring in some of the stuff that we chatted, uh, some of the stuff we've not talked about first, because I I had a few wee things to talk through. All I was going to say at the top was I finished Resident Evil Village last night. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I fucking loved it. It was one of the best video games I've ever played. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, High Bruno, praise you, indeed. You, you, you are not a fan of those games, but I adored it. I thought it was great. Oh, um, I've, I, I've heard good things. And uh, so there you go. So you should, you would, I think you, can I, can I lend games, you know, from Xbox? You know, we've got two Xboxes and we've got it in my library. Wouldn't yeah. that be a good feature? Can you, that like, would lend be a very good feature. A well, no, I think I'm present evil's all on Game Pass, I think. Not the new one. Not the all new right, one. okay. But four is, son, get it. Four is the best one. Okay. Play it now before they remake it in the new engine. We've done this. We've done I, don't this. Ha- you... I don't. I don't have it with me. It's in London, I, mate. I remember you were. Um, I was telling you this. I was talking to you about Resident Evil, and you were sound asleep as I was talking to you about this. You couldn't care that less. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it sounds like me. It sounds like me. I sent you a video last night. You when did I was send on the, you... when, when I was when I was on the tr- on the train home to Scotland. That, that was you... my that was my train viewing. You did send me a video, and actually, I was thoroughly engaged in this video because um, yeah. we were chatting back and forward about this. We don't often do we're, this. We're, we no, to it is true. To do this to bring the conversation back. It's like, true. What was the video? Bas- basically, it was a behind-the-scenes kind of like anatomy of a stunt type thing yeah. from the upcoming Mission Impossible movie, which was basically um, Tom Tom Cruise jumping off a ramp on a motocross bike, going into a base jump. Yeah. And they were saying it's the maddest stunt 
that anyone's ever performed on screen. And at the end of on, this conversation, on screen, on screen, on screen. And at the end of this conversation, you you were um you were saying there's no way that this is the first time anyone's ever done that. But I mean, regardless of that, I sent you this video because it's like something like ten minutes long, and they were going through all of the, um you know, the things they were measuring, the yeah. amount of jumps he was doing daily, the amount he was practicing, how much of a machine. It was basically just a Tom Cruise as an absolute unit um, it was, but... video, wasn't it? But I sent you this and then just and then just said, this guy's such a lunatic. And then Absolutely. and then and then waited for you to watch it. And you did and you responded in kinds, to be fair. You were like, yeah. wow. <laughs> it was I mean it was great. I mean as I said, I think that the observations I made to so so basically they broke it down around you know uh, the jumps, which which I think is amazing. You know, I think is is really amazing. As I said, I've 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 not actually had a chance to do um to do sky skydiving. A lot of people I know, and you know, a lot of them uh, they 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 do it. Um, they've they've done it for years. They they love it. Um, and obviously a lot of the motorbiking as well. I don't know don't know as many motorbikers, but but again, amazing and pulling it together. I think there was one image, and I mentioned this to you when when they put the ramp up in Norway and he flew over the end of the ramp in the helicopter and he simulated that point where he would reach the peak of the jump and he just threw, he just casually dropped out of the helicopter. And I yeah. was like, that was fucking sick. Yeah. But but I don't know. There was a small part of me that, you know, like he, they said they were doing 30 jumps a day. That's not, I, you, I don't think that's, I don't think, I don't think that's either good for you or you can do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because a jump isn't long. Like that takes a long time to go through the full. Like from the people that I know who do who've done this professionally, who do jumps professionally, like the 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 jump and the land is the glamorous bits. But there's quite a lot of work before and after that that does take us. That you are personally, res- you know, in the same way that like pilots who fly commercial airlines are personally still responsible for checking the aircraft before it takes off and, yeah. and after it lands as well. You right. know, that kind of like ownership or responsibility. You know, you, I mean, even Tom Cruise, I don't think, would have a team of people around him to do that. Like, he needs to check that shit. Do you yeah. know what I mean? He needs to make sure all of this stuff. And that doesn't take 30 in a day is... Because it doesn't... T- you know, 24 hours in a day, right? And it takes multiple hours to to get down, to get... Uh, I, do you know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't... I, I, well, I have no idea. This, 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 I feel like that's. A... I I have absolutely no idea. But this the, is the thing. And then the big and then the biggest one they, they were they were measuring the trajectory of the jump and they were measuring everything out into like meticulous detail. And then he kind of went, yeah, but I'm not using a speedom a speedometer. Yeah. And I was like, well, hang on, what? And I and I just found that really bizarre. Do you know what He's I mean? Just in doing it by like, the by the sound is... of the engine and the feel of the bike. And, and and I get and and you and you were like well fair enough you know he's probably felt you know like everybody know like there's a long when you learn to drive like I know this isn't quite similar but when you learn to drive and you you're driving a manual car there's roughly a kind of rule of thumb of like when you're thirty miles an hour you're in third gear forty miles an hour forward gear and you know what I mean and you go by the speedometer of when you change gears and stuff but then when you actually get used to driving you don't think about that you do it all by feeling but it takes yeah. a bit of time to do that so I was like yeah. maybe there's a little bit of that. But what a fucking inefficient way to go about doing that. Surely if you were going to, you know, like, give me some back to the future shit where you've got to hit 88 miles an hour at exactly the right point, exactly right. the bit that you reach the jump. Because, do you know what I mean? Like, I was expecting more of that. But, hey, maybe, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I love this. Like, there was a small part of me watching this whole video going, 
I would love to do, like to be a director of this sort of stuff as a career. I think I'd be quite, yeah. I'd be really into that. Like them, you know, where maths meets action sports. I think I would yes. be really into this. I, I loved that little like behind the scenes and going, oh, this is the kind of shit that they're putting into movies nowadays. And it made me think of like, yeah. I, wonder if, I, wonder, I wonder what people of even 20 years ago making movies would think of this nonsense. Like this is right. this yeah, is yeah. mental. This is mental that this a, this stuff is happening. What a privilege, though. And as oh, I said, yeah. like, what a privilege to be able to get to do that as your day. Like, like, fair play to the dude. Yeah, fair play to get to a point where he's built up to this sort of stuff. Yeah, I bet. And, I, there's, a, I bet there's a small part of him that's like, fuck. I, ma- I wish I'd made the decision to be this sort of daredevil actor ten years previously. Well, the thing is, I <laughs> think he's no market I think, for it. Back but then, I th- was there. But I think he's always had he's always had that mentality. I heard uh I heard an interview on a podcast with um Jerry Brickheimer, you know, the producer. He sure. he's the he's the guy that made well, produced the first Top Gun movie. And the first Top Gun movie was very early, relatively speaking, in um in yeah, Tom yeah. Cruise's career. And apparently he just spent the whole time on set, like getting to know every single member of the crew and every single member of like the production team and finding out exactly how they did their job like with just yeah, morbid yeah, yeah. with like just absolute focus and and curiosity and and one of the stunt guys just in this video that we we're talking about even said like you give Tom an an instruction and he's honed in on it he's like a sponge and he's yeah. never going to forget it yeah, and he yeah, just 100% yeah. Yeah. it he's just an absolute machine um, no, I like that. I like that. I, and I, I, I really, I really like that. And I and I know. And I really like that he's always like been that. like that. And I and I like that it turns out he's always been like that. Here's an interesting point, though. I don't. I I was hesitant at watching this this video because I was like, oh, do do I not just want to see that stunt in the film? Like, did this spoil it slightly for me? And I've come to the conclusion that no, it hasn't, and that actually. Um, when it happens in the movie, I'm just going to be all the more amped up for just that set piece mm. because you've seen how that sausage is made, how mental it is, and you're like, oh, he's about to do that mad jump, and you're just going to be like, yeah, yeah, that. Well, I, do I don't still, know. Do you still laugh at jokes? Do you still laugh at jokes that you've seen in the trailer of a film in the cinema? No. When you see the film, no, no, okay, no I so don't. Maybe. <laughs> no, I don't. But this is the yeah. question. This yeah, is the like question. Like, yeah, yeah, if, yeah. yeah, yeah. But but this is a uh, 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 but it makes me think that it was it's a deliberate move on their part to try and get those feelings out of an audience because I can't imagine that their first instinct is like if they're saying right this is the biggest and best stunt going um on a film why would we just give it all away prior to prior to the film why would we just put that on the internet do you know what I mean yeah yeah. Yeah. And I think there's well, a reason, yeah, and I think exactly. there's a calculate. I think there's a calculated reason for that, and I think it's because like people want the end bit. Yeah. I, I like the end bit when he went. This the, the only thing that scares me more is what we're doing in the next one, and I was like, ah, that's, that's yeah. a good sting. That's a good yeah, thing. it is, isn't it? Um, cool. We, we, we've got to move. For, we've got to move forward. Um, but yeah, thanks for showing that video. If you, if you want to have a look at that, it's online somewhere on YouTube, I'm sure. Um, but it's, it's cool. Um, I, I watched a documentary last night. I just want to give this a quick minute as a recommendation 
Um, it was it's a, it was a documentary that I watched, which I, I sort of I put on in the background, not expecting to be as glued as I was and really moved by it, which to, which documented the story of the White Island uh, in the North Island of New Zealand in 2019, the volcano that erupted. Do you remember this when there was multiple tours that went on to this volcano? It's about an hour and a half offshore from the North right. Island of New Zealand where people sort of adventure tourists go to. And whilst there was two tour groups on there, the volcano erupted, and about I don't remember this people, at all. Forty people got trapped on the island whilst the volcano erupted. It, basically, it's this one island with a volcano, and there was a um, it, and it and it's amazing because the way they reconstruct the, the or they don't reconstruct. I mean, they show a lot of footage because everyone filmed a lot of it. But the way they tell the story is kind of told in that kind of Dunkirk aspect. Like there's people on the island and what they were feeling and seeing. People from the boats, people from the, the aircraft and how it all kind of played out. Um, it's mad. Watch it. But it's, it's, it's quite heartbreaking, actually. Um, especially there is, there's a couple of, you know, obviously people who were there at the time. And sadly, when you, when you see them interviewed at the start, you can see just how horrific some of their burns are all over them and stuff. And it's really mm. sad. And there's a married couple and you hear their story and there's a, a young Australian guy and I'm not going to go into detail, but he, when you, when you, when he finishes his story and you find out what's happened to him and everything around him, it, it's, it's a difficult to watch, but an amazing documentary. Like I couldn't recommend it enough. Um, it's called the volcano escape from um, something. Uh, the name of the island, the the the, um, the Maori name for the island, but I think they call it White Island. And the thing, go, go genuinely go and watch it. Okay, um, okay. I think I think you would I think you would quite I think you would quite like it. Uh, be interested to hear your thoughts. Okay, so other things to chat through. Um, do we want to go directly into? Uh, well, so, so the the thing I was going to say to you is is, is mentioned. There's a, there's an upcoming movie next year. Um, an Apple TV film that I think looks that looks excellent. There's a couple of stills that have come out for it, and um, it's a Martin Scorsese film that's oh. being released um, with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro in it, um, called The Killing of Flower Moon, uh, which is actually based on a book, um, and it's going it's going straight to Apple TV. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a lengthy ordeal, a drama set in the 1920s about a, mm-hmm. a sort of killing of a um, a Native American. A person who's 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 um, you know, I think murdered and and the whole film takes place around uh, th- this this person and 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 the the subsequent fallout from this, but it's going to be a broody one. <laughs> this yeah. is going to be a that's going to be one that and I and I would say that's going to be a, there's an Oscar bait on on the horizon already um, for next for next year's as well. Oh, for so next I think, year, I think, okay. I think, I think watch out ne- next year. They've got, Matthew Vaughn's got an amazing film coming out next year as well. Um, on on Apple, Apple, Apple are, Apple are good. Twenty twenty three is the year of Apple. I'm calling it. Now. Yeah, um, they got to get that market. <laughs> get, get 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 your subscriptions right. Exactly. But talking 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 very briefly of um, Oscar basic movies, I saw a trailer again yesterday on the train going home for Babylon. Have you seen this? Yeah, it looks nuts. It looks it looks bananas. It looks bananas, but it's already been touted for all these sorts of accolades and stuff, and it's got Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt. And um, who else? Who else has seen it? There was loads of loads of people in it, but um, yeah, it's it, it looks to be set in that um, the Hollywood, golden era, the golden, golden era of yeah. Hollywood when um, sound got <coughs> added to sound. You know, the singing in the rain era. Do you know, yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but it's the talkies. It's, yeah, but it's a but it's it's and it's Damien Chazelle's next movie, oh, and okay, I love okay, I yeah, love yeah, Damien Chazelle, um, of Whiplash and La La yeah, Land yeah, fame, yeah, yeah. and so I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing that. That that does look good. Well, I think that might be one we have to do in the pod. Actually, I think so. Next week or next time we'll we'll be back in January. We'll do Avatar two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I'm way still, of wetness. I'm still still slogging my way through Avatar one. Really? <laughs> I've, it's turned into a four part watch to a five part watch where some of Jesus. it will be watched on the train. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta get through it, man. Uh, <laughs> you're not even that. You're not even that far away from the end. Last time I talked to you, you were no, like, I was like, know. no, the, the the fighting's already done. You're just doing the epilogue at this oh, point. <laughs> don't, man. The credits are mandatory watching, right? Oh yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. So so, look, we've got, um, Guardians three trailer, Guardians holiday yeah. special. Yeah. I, I really liked the holiday special, the Guardians yeah. holiday special. I I really enjoyed watching uh, a little bit more Drax and Mantis, uh, and and I think I said to you, uh, it it feels like mandatory watching for Guardians three now that the trailer's been out. But I yes. it w- I was very conscious that it was filmed whilst <laughs> guardians 3 was being filmed and it was kind of shoehorned in there do you know what i mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. um you you were you were meh with it weren't yeah, you? yeah i was lukewarm on it i liked it i i liked it for what it was what it but was, it yeah. was like 20 20 minutes of something you like is in in this kind of world just feels very very forgettable and it also feels yeah it doesn't pack much of an impact for me especially since a, a lot of the setting was like drax and mantis like going up and down like hollywood boulevard taking yeah, yeah. F- taking photos with folk and 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 such and it just felt very removed from from the mcu in that way and felt more like a it, it felt more like a skit that i'd see on jimmy kimmel do you know what i yeah, mean yeah that's a, it, that's a really it, fair point yeah yeah, um, or at least that bit of it. I I did like the I did like the banter with with Kevin Bacon, especially like nobody does that cutting deadpan like Dave Bautista. You know when he turns around, and he's like, "We hate you." Yeah, Kevin yeah, Bacon. yeah. He's, he's I love that. It's <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. so funny, so I, so I, funny. He was very good, but I I think that was what I liked about it. You know, like that's a fair point around like, the Jimmy Kimmel point. That's a good observation actually. But I think because it wasn't and because it was canon and part of the story etc for me it was just a really good opportunity to spend more time with these characters yeah because yeah. quite often you you finish a film and you're like i want to see more of some of these characters and drax and mantis are two that they've got a fun chemistry like plum is it plum kentifa or i can't pronounce her surname actually but she's very good friends with D- uh, james gunn and, and dave batista like, they're, they're funny they're funny yeah they are yeah you know they're they're funny actors and you know who would have thought back in the day dave batista would be you know, I remember seeing him in Edinburgh in WWE or something like this. I remember like really, when they did, yeah, I've seen him live wow. yeah, as a wrestler. Wow. Uh, I was mad into wrestling. My brother fucking loved Batista, but like, who would have thought back in those days he would become this? You know, this 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 icon. Um, you know, and and I'm looking forward to seeing him in Glass Onion, pretty, which is coming out pretty soon. We might do that one as well, eh? Yeah, um, yeah, first time. So, so that was so that was good. And then Guardians Three looks all right, doesn't it? I think it's gonna yeah. be a sad one. It look, yeah, it looks it looks like a very dramatic outing, which I think is probably very fitting because is it not going to be the last one? I of think this, it will of this be team? of this this team, which is fair because we'll move on to James Gunn in just a second. But I think um, yeah. and Lady Gaga, I think, is playing the Otter. Is that right, Bradley Cooper's Otter? 
So oh, we're gonna get we're know. gonna get a kind of um, a nice little reprise from them from Star is Born. So look, let's 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 get on to the the DC. Um, oh, it's not it's... even it's not it's a cluster orgy, isn't it? This oh, is just absolute dumpster fire. Go 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 on, Alex. Right. Give, give well, first, full beans. F- first of all, headline um, sweeping statement, which I've made before. Warner Brothers is the fucking worst. They're not that good, are they? They're just they're just the worst. They're just I've the worst. Heard, I've heard they they've all the the chief executives have uh, tattoos of we love child labor too. I've heard oh, they all God. have that. I've yeah. heard all the chief executives um, they all at this time of year go out and do wee wees on 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 abandoned dogs. That's oh, have you heard do. that? Have you? Yeah, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah, I've cool. heard they all. I've heard they all smoke and then taunt at women. Uh, buying brilliant. bike sheds and stuff. Brilliant, love that. Right, so don't recycle just, either. The the word of the day for this for this cabal of knobs is uh, incompetence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, is incompetence because the 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 treatment of Henry Cavill in particular is just criminally in, incompetent. Do you want to do a quick timeline summary of that? Just so that right. everyone's trying. And I'll try and be much quicker than I was last time. <laughs> so, um, he turns up in Black Adam, number one. Yep. Now, the big fuck up here is apparently that wasn't at the directive of the studio, but it was more something that Dwayne The Rock Johnson willed to happen. That was something that he personally don't just like that. fucking <laughs> insisted on. And I don't know like you'll that. have thoughts about that, but we don't have time to go into it. We don't have time oh. to go into it. He, right. He, he is just a Madonna. He is just... He, he, I bet you he's a fucking nightmare I mean, not as bad yeah. as Vin Diesel but, but at the end of the nightmare. yeah okay, but fine. at the end of the day they signed off they even if he made it happen the studio signed off on it and he turned up at the end of Black Adam right and it was around this time that the studio then said to him um yes you can announce to your fans when you're ready that you will be returning as Superman we're we're going to we're going to have you back we're going to give you a big kind of uh, build up and you know get this thing back on track and you're going to be like the linchpin of it and he's like great phase one baby this is phase phase, this phase is one <laughs> st- we started from here yeah phase one then don't, don't Hen- henry Ca- henry cavill then quits the witcher now he he said at the time is because you know he didn't really like how what that show was turning into oh, it okay okay it okay. was okay. it wasn't it wasn't really his witcher but it's like no okay, no no Henry, no, yeah. no 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 you want to you want to you want to focus on superman like let's just call it call it how it is um and and that's fine then soon after james gunn officially gets the job as yep. basically kevin feige of d of dc which um, is a fine decision like that is wait, a fine absolutely 100 percent, 100 percent fine now as it turns out, he they have now come to the decision that they didn't want to continue Superman with Henry Cavill. They're making Superman a priority, but not with Henry Cavill. Now, I'm assuming that that decision was made fairly, fairly early on, but they decided to wait until about 48 hours after Henry Cavill then announced that he was going to be Superman again before calling him in and saying, oh, yeah, we kind of wish you never said that. And I know we gave you permission to say that. We told you to say that. But we're now saying you shouldn't have said that because now you're not going to be Superman. So that's uh, that's a bit awkward, really. And the fact that they allowed the, the, allowed him 
to do that just shows how incompetent these these fuckers are like honestly it's ridiculous and so now obviously you've got a load of fan rage because henry is being disrespected and he is being disrespected here and they're also getting rid of like the one thing that the fans are actually the one element that the fans are actually in support of at the moment, I mean, maybe you can make an argument for the casting of Gal Gadot as um as as Wonder Woman, even though the last movie was kind of underperformed. And you yeah, know, there's yeah. a, there's a, there's a couple of other elements, but the fact that they're getting rid of Henry means that they're drawing a line under the whole thing, as far as I'm concerned. Because I don't see a world, I don't see a world where they keep Gal Gadot but get rid of Henry Cavill. Yeah, frankly. No, and and do you know what I was thinking about this is another another like. The, the people who are in charge of Warner Brothers, they are, I don't quite know how to say this, but they are thoroughly unintelligent people. They it thoroughly, seems like it, doesn't it? No, 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 no but it, it, they are. Another case in point, and I read a really interesting article about this, and it was like three years on or two years on from the Snyder Cut, the Justice League Snyder Cut, and what have we learned? Yeah. Who's talking about that anymore? Who's talking about that now? Who? who nobody. That yeah. came, that went, that 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 was that was a full fan response and stuff. And actually, like, shame on the studio for for enabling something like that to happen. Because what was your strategic goal with that? It was just response. It was response to fans. There was there was no real calculation to that. It was I think everybody wants this, so we'll do it. But what? They, oh, they've been and, playing and, and defense the time, in the for years. And at the and at the time, it felt like a big victory and it felt like a big win. But do you know what it was? Do you know what it's like? It's it's like, it was it was kind of like um. Do you know that episode of Black Mirror? Do you know the first episode of the Black Mirror with with the with the prime minister and he gets goaded into having sex with the pig, and yeah. everyone's in the pubs and they're all going, because we got it and we like what we want, and then and then it kind of like five minutes go by and ten minutes go by and it sinks in and everyone's a bit like, oh god, I feel a bit dirty. Do you know what I mean? It, it's kind of like that, in that sense of like, fans nowadays are a bit like, God, we basically goaded an idiot into giving us what we want. They had no intention to continue it. And now it's just, what do we do now? Do well, you know I mean? there's there's no real legacy to any of this stuff. It's well, just like, it's, it's, it's just whims. Yeah, but only because... But only only because the studio have buried it, I would argue. I would I would really argue that there was a a, a really passionate and substantial audience for the kind of world and kind of movies that Zack Snyder was trying to create. Right? I mean, they were a little bit pompous, a little bit bloated, and I but I think they had integrity, and I think that there was an audience for them. And the fact that it's fallen flat. As I, I don't think has anything to do with um with fans being up in arms. It's just got and everything to do with the studio just being uh, having absolutely no spine. hundred percent. I'm not having a go and I'm not having a go at Zack Snyder, I'm not having a go at the decisions, everything that was made up to that. I'm just I, I just I want to have been in the room when the majority of executives within Warner Brothers went okay, we're going to go firm. We're going to release Zack Snyder's Justice League. I want to have seen... I expect, I expect if a decision like that gets made, that there is a long, there's a long-term thought process for that. They think... A strategy. Gonna, a strategy, right? That's going to do this, then this is going to lead to that, this is going to lead to that, and that's going to lead to that. But full on us, forgetting what we want, 
yeah, yeah. and ex- and expect. Do you know what I mean? And expecting something from that. Do you know it's it's kind of like for, that was the biggest hit of heroin, but we're kind of still addicted. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's kind of what it is. Like that wasn't a that wasn't like an end game. You, it's kind of it kind of just blows your mind the, the whole thing. And I just yeah. I I really struggle with it. And so the whole Henry Cavill stuff, I'm like. What you know? What do we expect? At what point do we sort of go? Are we the problem here? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> expecting yeah. an idiot. You know, it's expecting. It's like it's like giving. It's like giving an idiot a calculator and going, "Well, you've got all the tools now. Build a rocket." Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's kind of. I I think it's. Right, no, no, you're ab- you're absolutely right. I think the most optimistic, the, the most optimistic, kind of viewpoint of this, is. The only thing that James Gunn cannot get rid of, just because it was an enormous success, it's was Matt here. was Matt Reeves' Batman. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Far, yeah. And and so the optimist in me and says, the Joker and the Joker too. <laughs> well, they're they're not they've they they're not a hundred percented on like where that fits in with things, but they've been very very vocal about saving Robert Pattinson as Batman, right? And so. I'm now imagining a world where what if the Batman, Matt Reeves' Batman, is movie one? What if that is the new movie one? Because there's only because there's only one movie that James Gunn can't get rid of and they're now doing a whole like new plan. So what if they just go, that was a strong movie that we can build off. What if that is movie one? Again, again, mate. It's like it's like oh you you'll just decide will you you'll just decide you'll back the horse that it's it's just lazy it's just oh it is yeah thoroughly no. lazy and as I said as I said oh. that's the most optimistic you can you, you you can get out of the situation but it's you're, like it's hardly it's hardly like oh my god this is happening oh you know, you're, you're you're playing rock yeah. paper scissors with a ten year old that is exactly yeah. what you're doing here because when they don't like the rules they go nah nah I wasn't playing that round. I I can't I I can't I can't fathom just how I I, just, I hate stupid people. This is right. just it's just this it's this stuff, Alex. Yeah, it's this stuff that I just it, yeah, oh, it really hurts me. And they're Hollywood, getting and they're getting paid the big bucks. You know, they're oh, living the, in their Hollywood mansions. You know, and, and and the Black Adam stuff. Let's just let's just do it. I mean, the Dwayne the Rock Johnson inflating the numbers. Because he wants it to seem profitable and stuff. He, I, he. How can we get? How do we put these people on pedestals? Why? Why does society go? He, he's good, isn't he? He's good. Well, if you take into account the how many was it two hundred and fourteen million, two hundred fifteen million, something ridiculous that they've just spunked into this this non profitable commodity that yeah. that that and 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 justifying it. And fans agree. Fans go, yeah, but we liked it because he was in it, and he was it because it was him. I, 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 I it's not I worth it, mate. Mate, it's not I, worth I, it. I just, can't. I can't. Just put it behind you. It's fine. It's I fine. I can't it's fine. like that man anymore. I can't. It's, it's fine. You know what it, no one's asking you to. No, no integrity. And oh, it's no just, one's asking. Okay, to. look. Let's let's move on. The Dial of Destiny. Dial Destiny trailer. Oh yeah, worst 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 name ever. Looks like the best movie ever. I'm really I'm really bought in. I think this looks great. I I um you know I was I was saying I think the I think the de aging looks good. Um, 
I know you're not a huge fan of Phoebe Waller Bridge taking over as uh, the sort of female right. Indiana Jones league. No, 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 no
Yes. Which I think looks I think looks fucking brilliant. It looks I'm madness. Really, I'm all in for this. It looks like madness. I, and, and I love it. I, I, and I thought the way that they the way that they did 2001 Space Odyssey and um What's the piece of music? Atho Sprach uh, Al- Al- like that, isn't it? Sprach Zarathustra. That's it. Which broadly, which which, which, to... which broadly translates to "Also spoke the sun." Oh, I see. Okay, very good. Well, yeah. uh, in what language? German. What language is that? Oh, is it German? So, so look, a br- brilliant piece of music, brilliant trailer, brilliant kind of parody of the the space odyssey stuff. But also, like, I'm really looking forward to Alexander Desplat's theme for this because it's a kind of funky theme that plays at the end which I've yeah, really, yeah, yeah. it's kind of been in my head a little bit here's a question do you think we're going to get Aqua's Barbie Girl in some way shape or form in this film absolutely criminal if it's not in there particularly do um, you looking think at, yeah particularly with the oversaturated color colorish nature of this thing can you it's crying out for it surely I don't know, man, because it's it was just a random pop band that did it. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't really in any way related to the Barbie franchise or brand. I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, I'm but it's about. Syno- it's it? synonymous at this point. Is it interesting? I mean, I, I, that is a that is a question that I'd quite like to know. I'd know the answer to. Um, Alexander does flat being told, "Hey, you've got to use this. You've got to use this nineties uh, pop, this nineties <laughs> European pop thing." You'd be like, I don't want to do it. I want to make, I want to make a good score that's contemporary and it's fun. And it's no, no, no. You got to do it. Do Aqua. Do <laughs> Aqua. No, just once. Got, even even if it's Aqua. the credit song. Even if it's the credit song. Just oh, get it in there. Well. Or, or allude to okay. it. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. I think I think yeah. do a bit tongue in cheek with it. Um, but oh, goodness. okay. Look, so final thing. Um. There's a new game on the horizon, Alex. Oh, and I know there? it's a game that you are very interested in because oh. I think you, you thoroughly enjoyed the first game. Oh, did I? Uh, you did, yeah. And it's it's related to uh, also just as a, as a quick bit. Both of us adored Andor, didn't we? Oh, we did. Yeah. I was looking for and uh, Andor of that Andor more of that. Oh right, scene. okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't get. I didn't. I didn't get your text there's, 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 there's saying joke incoming. There's a joke there. Something. There's a joke there. Some some sort of Andor. Be, Andor be ready. Yeah. Logic gate. Be ready. Maybe. Um, Maybe. And as we said, bef- as we said before in person, that last visual of the Death Star being made. Oh yeah. Post credit sequence. Very good stuff. Jesus, that's that's poster worthy, is what that yeah, is. Yeah, um, very good stuff. But of course, Jedi Fallen Order has a second game, Jedi Survivor, I think it's called. Yeah. Jedi, what's it called? Yeah, that's Jedi it. Survivor. Yeah. So what do you think about this, Alex? Oh, it looks it looks brilliant. Like it looks it looks gorgeous. And the first game looked really, really good as well. But um we we've seen some new mechanics in this. There's this really awesome mm. Um, looking thing where you can like grab a guy with a minigun and make him shoot Human shield sort of situation. A, a, other people we've got raising larger animals uh we've got new mm-hmm. light we've got new lightsabers we've got like the kind of cross guard lightsaber like a good good version oh, of yeah. um kylo ren's li- lightsaber what was, what was the story where i did i not ruin star wars because of yeah the you did or something yeah you? you said what, what did i do you, oh. i remember you getting so upset about this no, very small little th- detail this this is a it's really upsetting this is a really upsetting thing that you've actually done a couple of times actually where like you you good, give us good good, you, good good yeah where you've given a spoiler to something 
which isn't something that anyone could have possibly guessed and because of that point doesn't count as a spoiler but it completely um, <laughs> ignores the fact that when that person actually sees it all that person can think about it is oh that's what that cunt was talking about and apparently that's okay that's <laughs> apparently that's acceptable behavior to you because you did it in that movie that i came that i came around to watch it with you and maddie and maddie agreed with me if you remember you said oh this scene gives much better context because the car thing and you're like dude you just like ruined the thing and it's like oh there's no way you could have guessed that and i'm like oh, it doesn't matter if i could have guessed it's it not, or not but that's irrelevant that is irrelevant that's completely missing the point <laughs> the and, and you did but that like, this, like, oh there's a there you said oh there's a new type of lightsaber in it before i saw the first trailer and it's like, that's ridiculous. Why would you say that? Why on earth would you say that? <laughs> Why is that? But what does that spoil? That's not actually spoiling anything about the plot. It's not called Star Wars, the new type of lightsaber, what might appear. <laughs> yeah, but it's not for you to decide what I do and do not care about seeing. How is that your responsibility? You self-righteous <laughs> prick. So, no. So, it's so no, but it's but it's funny because you think I'm being self-righteous, where I'm genuinely just I'm just ex I'm just exacerbated. I'm like I'm so excited about something I saw, and I tell it to you, and it's like as if I've got to walk on eggshells about what you may or may not want to see. I just I love I love the no, idea. Why of would that. you just Why would you <laughs> not just Why would you, Why would you not just ask Have you seen the but trailer got, yet? To, and wait the two minutes it would take me to watch the trailer before then get excited excited about also, it. But also, in what in what world have I seen a new Star Wars trailer before you? I'm sorry, Alex. You brought it upon yourself. You brought it <laughs> upon yourself. <laughs> Unfortunately, Callum, it's because quite a lot of the time I'm in rehearsals and things where I can't watch things. It's not like I can take a no, break you from writing. The <laughs> right. You you drop the violin as soon as a Star Wars thing. Right. What are they gonna do now? Right. Get themselves onto the Apple Podcasts app. Find us on there. Give us a cheeky little five-star rating, if you please. You can also leave us a review on there. If you don't want to review us, you can tell us your favourite movie, your favourite movie soundtrack. We love to see, read, and hear anything you have to say. And, um, yeah, if you want to get more directly in touch with us, we have an email address as well. <laughs> that is motionspod at gmail.com. Thank you very much, KTC Graphics Designs, for the lovely, lovely graphic design that you're looking at right now in your hond. Um, and that is it, really. That is it for, for 2022. I, I, Absolutely. You know, it's been a bit of an interesting one. I think we started with high momentum. We, we tailed off. Obviously, Alex got very, very busy, very selfish from trying to you know, earn money to eat and stuff. Yeah. You know. um, but, 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 you know, genuinely, this, we, this is a passion project for the two of us. We love doing this. We love the responses that we get, the feedback that we get out from this. And I think we've never done this to monetize or make money. We, we do this podcast because... We love what we talk about. We genuinely yeah, we, do. we would yeah. be talking about it if we didn't record it. And it's nice. And I and I like looking back and listening to our observations and our takes and some of this stuff. I think it's do you know what? It's the sort of stuff that I think we would listen to if someone else didn't do it. And I'm sure a hundred million people do do it, but we of course don't listen to them. No. We, <laughs> to, we do ourselves. Absolute That's echo it. chambers but, but, us. Absolute and, echo and, chambers. And genuinely and and from the bottom of our heart, we, we we thank you very much. We thank you very much for listening, and we we look forward to talking to you um, more in 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 twenty twenty three when we'll, we'll be back in January with with Avatar two. Um, anything more to say, Alex? No, I'm all tapped out.
Good, good, fine. Um, excellent. Well, thank you very much for listening to us this year, and we'll be back again uh, next year uh, in in uh, in January. But uh, until then, bye now. All right, guys. Ta ta. Thank you.